0: they were
1: blog talk radio
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Rifleman Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, The Rifleman Radio Show is sponsored by the Outseat Project, which is a project developed and run by the Revolutionary War Veterans Association, a project designed to uh, wake up sleeping Americans, get them off the couch, get them involved in their life and helping to defend the rights and freedoms that we as Americans enjoy. Uh, As always, I'd like to remind you that the right, the right of of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is not a right at all. It's a sacred obligation, a sacred duty, a contractual agreement between you and this country that you will do everything within your power to ensure that those rights remain defended, that they remain rights, and that they don't go away and that unless you do everything within your power to help defend those rights, then you do not have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay, we're going out uh, worldwide, the WWW, World Wide Web. Uh, I'm still waiting to to see if we're going to get anybody from uh, uh, overseas. Uh, I think we had one person from uh, New Zealand a while back and uh I think we're doing good just to get folks uh, across the United States listening uh our membership listening <clears throat> all right we uh we have a lot of shoots coming up we just finished up the april nineteenth april eighteenth nineteenth weekend and uh, what a fantastic weekend of shoots it was across uh the United States coast to coast border to border uh the uh Appleseed instructors, the uh, Red Hat, the instructors in training, the master instructors, the shoot bosses, everybody involved, really put forth a 110% of effort. They really did an amazing job. And they continue to do so to this day. What I'd like to remind everyone is that the actual Appleseed is just the cream of the project it's the cream, it's the icing on the cake the real apple seed takes place beginning at uh, the end of the apple seed on Sunday and running until the beginning of the next apple seed on Saturday morning that's where apple seed really takes place that's where the seventh step works, that's where uh, the real heavy lifting for Appleseed is done. The actual Appleseed weekend is like a vacation. That's the easy part. That's the fun part. Uh, that is the gratifying part. The harder part, of course, is all the work in between uh, making sure that, uh, that you are seven-stepping every day, getting the information out, uh, following up on leads. Making sure that uh, uh, as many people as possible are helping you out, uh, as far as promoting. Every time you have an apple seed, you should uh, 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 you should be working to getting people to uh, uh, to assist you in whatever uh whatever capacity they have, they don't have to be instructors. they don't have to be red hats or orange hats or, or anything else. They can just be uh a person that puts up a flyer somewhere uh they could just be a person that makes sure that it's posted on the high road or make sure that the uh, event is uh is listed on any one of a thousand uh ten thousand a hundred thousand forums and chat rooms across the internet. So make sure that you're constantly harvesting folks out of the the apple seeds and then using the period between the apple seeds to get the heavy work of apple seed done, uh, corralling these folks and getting them into uh, some fashion of a workforce for you and helping you to carry the load, uh, the burden of the work of apple seed because what we're doing is going to benefit all Americans. And uh, uh, as much as I would like to uh, carry the weight of the whole Appleseed program on my shoulders and uh, uh, and carry the burden for the other 200 million Americans, well, you know what, I really don't think I would like that in the, to begin with, but uh, even if I wanted to, I couldn't. There's no way. Uh, I can only do my one little piece uh, and hopefully do a good job of it. <clears throat> Tonight... Uh, I came into Houston so that I could do the show uh, with another fellow Texan, uh, a a good friend of mine, and uh, a man I am uh, very proud of, Mark Alonso. Uh, He is a uh, a senior instructor and shoot boss uh, for the Apple program. And uh, we're at his house tonight, and uh, we're going to run the show out of his house here. He's actually going to help me out by uh, running the the, show. Doing the chat room talk and relaying messages and stuff for me from the chat room. I can't type and talk. Uh, I can, but they both suffer, and uh, he's going to run the uh, chat room for me tonight. I want to tell everybody thanks. I'd like to tell. I'd like to mention uh, uh, Karen o, uh particularly by name, because she has to be one of the uh, the nicest uh, folks on uh, Blog Talk Radio most of the nicest, most helpful, and a true American patriot. Now, she has her own show running uh, now, and I'm going to have to uh, – had barely enough time to uh, to get the switchboard and the chatter and everything else open, but uh, if she'll give me a uh, an address so you can go to her show page and get to the next show, uh, I will certainly put that out over the air. <clears throat> so thank you so much, Karen O., for uh, – for all the help that you do every single week, We're, uh, you're really an asset to the program, and uh, and we love you dearly. All right, I'm going to switch over to the uh, current apple seed schedule and let you know real quickly what we have coming up uh, in the uh, the next month for the program. We are at uh, we just uh, completed the May second and third apple seeds. That was in uh, Cedar City, Douglas, Wyoming, or Cedar City, Utah, Douglas, Wyoming, Gaston, South Carolina, uh, Lewiston, Idaho, Salisaw, Oklahoma. Salisaw, Oklahoma, where my buddy uh, Old Grunt uh, had a bunch of his fellow Oklahomans out there whipping them into shape. Uh, I'm sure that wherever they are today, uh, they're probably walking with uh, a limp, uh, uh and uh, looking for a a bed to get to early tonight uh, because I know he runs a great show out there.
1: We're
3: very proud
2: of uh, Old Grunt. And, listen, I'm proud of a huge number of our instructors, and uh, there's way too many for for me to name them all. But uh, I try and name at least a few every time I'm on the air. Uh, Coming up for the next uh, line of sheets, they will start on May 9th and 10th. Uh, that will be at Three Forks, Montana, May 9th and 10th. Auburn, Indiana, May 16th and 17th. Uh, let me go back. I skipped one. Elk River, uh, Minnesota, May 9th and 10th. And Three Forks, Montana, May 9th and 10th. Uh, those are the two shoots for that weekend. Auburn, Indiana, May 16th and 17th. Boulder City, Nevada, May 16th and 17th. Carrollton, Kentucky, May 16th and 17th. Corpus Christi, Texas, May 16th and 17th. Mark's going to be uh, shoot-bossing that event, uh, the 16th and 17th. We had uh Metalbot was originally scheduled to do it, but he has his wife and his sweet little daughter coming back uh, that, uh, that weekend after, uh, I don't know how long they've been gone now, three or four months, that they've been back in Thailand, and they just got back. And uh, Mark is a trooper. I mean... Uh, Metal, well they both are uh, Metalbot is a trooper he would I'm sure that if we said uh, Metalbot we've got to have you to do it he would say okay honey one more weekend and then I'll be be—I'll uh, be back but we have uh, some extra guys around so uh, we want him to go and, and visit with his wife and give his little girl a hug from all of the uh, the Appleseed guys and tell his wife thank you uh, for supporting her husband in it so Mark Alonzo is going to take the Corpus Christi shoot on May sixteenth, seventeenth. Uh, what I'd like to do is get everybody. Whenever I tell you the, whenever I announce these shoots that are coming up, when you guys are listening to this, the thing that should be on everybody's mind is how can I help from wherever I am? How can I help uh, get the lines full? Because the first thing on everybody's mind should be making sure that each individual uh, firing line is full from end to end that uh, we don't ever do a shoot with uh, extra spaces that are wasted, okay? So everybody should be thinking, I don't care if you are in, uh, uh, in Alaska. With the advent of this new Internet thing, uh, you can uh, let your fingers do the walking, and you can help out. And how can you do that? Listen, there's a lot of ways. You can go to uh, uh, make sure that, that every community calendar uh, if the shoot is in Corpus Christi, make sure that every community calendar uh, for a four or 500 miles around Corpus Christi has the event listed on it. Uh, we're a nonprofit grassroots all-volunteer organization, so we qualify for community calendars. Uh, we're not a commercial venture. We are a nonprofit organization that so we qualify for getting on the community calendars, so you should be putting us there. Any type of uh, calendars or schedule of events that uh, you and when you're sitting around saying, "Oh, what am I going to do tonight? I got a movie coming on in another couple of minutes or something." Hey, how about this? I'm going to take ten minutes. I'm going to pick out one little town. I'm going to you take the ten minutes, and I'm going to put the Appleseed event on the schedule uh, for that uh, for that event. I'm going to get it on the community calendar for that event. I'm going to email a uh, a group of folks. I'm going to email the fire department in Corpus Christi and uh, send them a flyer. For the uh, for the event that weekend, I'm going to email the uh, city council for uh, Three Forks, Montana, and ask them to come to the event and uh, maybe even sponsor one. Everyone can help. Uh, one of the main problems that we have with the shoots is promotions. Uh, we've got the folks there already. We've got the targets there. We've got the instructors. We've got the porta cans. We got you name it. We're ready to go. We just need to make sure that at every event that the uh, But the firing line is full, and everybody can help doing this. Auburn, Indiana, May 16th and 17th. Boulder City, Nevada, May 16th and 17th. Carrollton, Kentucky, May 16th and 17th. Corpus Christi, Texas, May 16th and 17th. Uh, The other reason that we'd like to have a lot of people at uh, the new places that are opening up, this will be the second event for Corpus Christi, is that they need uh, more folks to be exposed to the uh, program there and more folks to come so that out of those folks, hopefully that they can uh, uh, harvest enough volunteers uh, to help get the events in Corpus Christi running uh, a lot smoother, getting the information out more. So we'd like to give a little bit of extra help to events that are in their first or second uh, uh, events for a certain range or city. Davila, Texas, May 16th and 17th. Elko, Nevada, May 16th and 17th. El Paso, Texas, May 16th and 17th. Uh, Same thing with El Paso, Texas. El Paso was coming along just great. Uh, Mike Schwartz out in West Texas has been doing a bang-up job. Uh, He has soldiered on through thick and thin. Uh, uh, His heart tried to go weak on him, and uh, he wouldn't have any of that. He uh, reached out inside, and he grabbed his heart by the... uh, the private heart parts and gave it a swift kick in the hard hind, and they got it back on the road. And he's uh, he's soldiering on just like he should, and continuing to harvest new guys and put them in the workforce there. But anytime anybody can give anybody a hand at one of these events, please do so. As far as making sure that you've uh, uh, that there's anything that you can do to help promote it, Kaysville, Utah, May 16th and 17th, Proctor, Vermont, May 16th and 17th. West Lebanon, New Hampshire, May 16th and 17th. Athens, Ohio, May 23rd and 24th. Uh, Chillicothe, 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 Illinois, May 23rd through the 25th. This is going to be one of the uh, special three-day events that we have. That's the uh, 23rd, 24th, and 25th, a three-day event, and uh, I love these because I Normally an apple seed runs two days, Saturday and Sunday. And even though I'm tired on Sunday, uh, I can go home and take a, uh, you know, get a night's sleep, or I can uh, get and jump in the back of the truck and pull the covers up over me, and I'm ready to go for the next day. I, I hate for a, an apple seed to end, so a, a third day is just uh, some more icing on that cake. El Paso Community College, El Paso, Texas, May 23rd and 24th. Now, El Paso Community College is the indoor range in El Paso, and uh, that's going to be coming. That's going to be more and more sweet as the summer heats up in Texas. Uh, More and more people are going to want to take advantage of having a nice, clean, dust-free, climate-controlled, no ants, bugs, uh, anything like that uh, location right there in El Paso, uh, where it can easily get 110. Uh, in the summer. But here's the catch. Uh, there's not an endless line there. If you want to make sure that you have a lo- a place at the El Paso indoor location, I believe it will hold either 20 or 21 folks. Here's what you have to do. You have to go to AppleseedInfo.org. That brings up the Appleseed homepage. On the top left, on the, uh, the bar, the uh, Appleseed homepage bar, the menu bar, it will say uh, Appleseed. You click on that, bring the drop-down menu down, and then on there is a hot link called Schedule. Click on Schedule. That will bring up the, uh, all these shoots that we have uh, and all, of, all the dates for the year. Now, in addition to that, there will be two hot links on that page. One says Information. that will let you know any of the uh, information about that location, uh, how to get there, any uh, special uh, notes on the place, any special rules or laws, anything like that. <clears throat> And the other one is register. And now this is an important one because this, you click on register, it'll take you to our third-party software, uh, the Eventbrite software, and that allows you to pre-register for an event. And uh, why should you do that? As I said, you're going to want to make sure that there's some space on the line for you at that event. And the only way to do that is to pre-register. And uh, it also lets us know because we have uh, hundreds and hundreds of events all over the uh, country, and that means we have a, uh, uh, you know, a logistical, uh, many logistical things that we need to take care of, as far as getting equipment there, uh, people, hotel rooms, etc., cetera, et cetera. So, if you can pre-register, it's going to help you by ensuring that you have a, loc- a place in the line. It's going to help us by make sure that we have enough instructors here to have a good instructor-to-student ratio and that we have enough uh, supplies here, enough targets, T-shirts, uh, et cetera. Uh, and there have been times in the past, several times, where a location might have been uh, sold out, but uh, since we knew in advance it was, we did whatever we could to, uh, to get some more line, and on several occasions we've managed to... Uh, to secure additional uh, positions on the line and uh, open the registration back up to folks, but we're not going to be able to do that unless you let us know uh, how many people are going bright pre-registering. So please pre-register if you get a chance. Okay, I'm going to finish up the uh, the May events: Gibsonburg, Ohio, May 23rd, 24th; Harlan, Kentucky, May 23rd and 24th. Monroe, Washington, May 23rd and 24th. Ottawa, Illinois, May 23rd through the 25th. This is another special three-day event. Stinson, West Virginia. I almost said West Vermont again. May 23rd through the 25th, another three-day event. Manchester, Tennessee, May 23rd, 24th. Mechanicsville, Virginia, May 23rd and 24th. Piru, California, May 23rd and 24th. California. California is doing excellent. Thank you, Bob210 and your crew, your uh, your posse out in California for all the work they're doing out there. Ramser, North Carolina, the home range. The uh, Applefeed Mecca, May 23rd through the 25th, a special three-day event. And uh, I'm telling you guys, with three days there at Ramster ramster is just absolutely beautiful. The range, uh, the facilities are great. Uh, nice, long, covered lawn. Uh, the uh, no distance, the actual distance range is just gorgeous. Uh, you're, uh, the first half of it slopes down. You get to about to the uh, 250 yards or, or so, and then it starts uh, sloping back up, and uh, it's just absolutely gorgeous, and they have a pop-up system there. Now, I'm not going to tell you that you're going to get to shoot pop-ups because I don't know, but if you're usually at Ramster, if you're there and you're going to shoot KD, normally... They will drag out the, uh, the pop-ups for you. Uh, get uh, Kevin, get 762 Barbecue to uh, go up there and set up the pop-up system for you. All right. Reno, Nevada, May 23rd and 24th. Sherburn, Louisiana, May 23rd, 24th, and 25th. A special three-day event. This is going to be the, uh, the first Louisiana shoot okay, the first Louisiana shoot, so as I mentioned earlier, if there's anything you can do to help get the word out across Louisiana, uh, we're not depending just on you guys, we're doing it ourselves too, but any time you can get on that computer and you can say, hey, I'm, you know, just for the heck of it, I'm going to send an invitation with a flyer, uh, to, uh, uh you know, to the, uh, New Orleans Police Department, I'm going to send one to, uh, the uh, New Orleans—I mean, uh, to the Louisiana Homeschoolers Association. On and on. I'm telling you, it takes you uh, probably five to ten minutes to send one email. Just type up the email, copy it, keep it in your Notepad so that you can just uh, pop it into the next email uh, along with a copy of the flyer for this event. And uh, it takes you five minutes. Now, once you've done that, all you have to do is uh, pop in an address and. Uh, that will take you probably another 15 to 20 seconds and bang, you're done. And uh, and it's always a help. Even if you don't get somebody that day, what you're doing is you're still assisting us in getting the Apple Feed name out. Letting people know that there actually is uh, something called Apple Feed and what we're trying to do. And the whole the whole premise of the Apple Feed program is just that. We uh, we're putting seeds down everywhere we go. Now, sometimes we know what happens, and sometimes we don't know what happens with those seeds we plant. Sometimes they fall on fertile ground, and uh, they sprout, and they grow into another wing of the program. Sometimes it falls on buried ground, and when it does, uh, the seed just dries up and expires. But, uh, but to us, that is either here nor there. To the program, to the absolute program, We are too busy planting seeds uh, to ever really know what's going to happen. If you do know know what happens from a seed you planted, that's just an extra bonus. But the whole point is to plant the seeds so that the seeds grow into a tree. Uh, Not to benefit you, because just like uh, Mr. Johnny Appleseed, who went across the nation planting the uh, apple seeds, he didn't sit by the... uh, the seed that he planted. He didn't uh, nurture it. He didn't water it every day. He didn't sit there and daydream about how uh, soon he would be able to lay into the tree with his mouth open and uh, catch apples in his mouth uh, to pick a whole uh, uh, bushel basket full and take them home and grind them up into applesauce and cider. No, he planted a seed and he moved on and he planted another one. And he wasn't, his goal was not to participate in those juicy apples. His goal was to ensure that there were as many apples to trees planted as he could. And not for himself, not for his own apple cider, applesauce uh, uh, party, but for posterity, for his posterity. For those who would come after him. And that's why uh, in New England, the trees... Uh, uh, run for m- hundreds and hundreds of miles across one state to the next state to the next because somebody took the time uh, to plant them. That's what we're asking you guys to do, planting the seed, planting the seeds. Uh, and just because you don't get immediate feedback and somebody say, oh, hey, great program, I'm going to go, uh, should not, should, that's, like I said, that's a bonus to you. What you should be just worried about is getting the seed out. What happens with us after that uh, is really going to be up to uh, up to the person uh, that discovers that seed. <clears throat> okay, uh, just about finished with May. Van Etten, New York, May twenty third and twenty fourth. Uh, And on one of these, I don't remember if it's Vanet or not. uh, You should be lucky enough to get either K Dan, or uh, Nickel, or uh, Dwarven one. One of the New England crew, uh, all guys that I love and respect, and uh, you'll get to rub elbows with one of those guys. Worland, Wyoming, May 23rd and 24th. Bloomington, Illinois, May 30th and 31st. College Station. Texas, May 30th and 31st. Fresno, California, May 30th and 31st. Mark? Mark? I was calling my assistant here. Uh, Leeds, North Dakota, May 30th 31st. Miamisburg, Ohio, May 30th and 31st. Hello, New Hampshire, May 30th and 31st. Howdy. Hi. Per Year, Tennessee, May 30th and 31st. Rama, Colorado, May 30th and 31st. And Wayland, Indiana, May 30th and 31st. Now, folks, the Wayland, Indiana, May 30th and 31st shoot is a female-only shoot. I don't think we've ever done one of these before, but uh, uh, I'm very interested in, uh, in how this is going to turn out and uh, very excited about it. Uh, any of you guys uh any of you guys who have ever even met a woman before knows that uh that there can be serious problems from you trying to tell her how to do something uh especially if it's uh something that they don't that they haven't done before uh much much better if you give that duty over to somebody else and let them let them catch the heat from it and uh, the one the person least likely to get in trouble for trying to, uh, to help another female do something is a, another female. Uh, so the Wayland, Indiana, May 30th and 31st event, female only, uh, as I said, I'm very excited about it. Because, here's the, uh, the best part of it, is that we know that uh, all the females in the Appleteat program are uh, major, major contributors to the program. Uh, it seems like every time we uh, put a female in charge of something, uh, something bizarre happens. It gets done. Uh, the project actually gets followed through on and gets and gets done. So that's kind of scary, but that's the way it's been turning out. So we love more females in the program and uh, more female instructors. Let me go back to the Maysburg Ohio sheet for just a moment. May 30th, 31st. Uh, here's what it says. When you get over to the register part, in big red letters, it says sold out. Sold out. No more. No more people on the line. And uh, how to get around that, I was explaining to you before. You're going to have to go to uh, AppleseedInfo.org. That's the home page. In the top left corner, you'll see Appleseed on the menu. Click on that. That's the uh, drop-down menu. On that drop-down menu, you'll see Schedule. Click on Schedule. That will bring you to all the events that uh, we're having across the nation uh, and the dates that they're on. And you'll see two hot links there. One is information for the event. And the other one, it says register. Click on register and get pre-registered for the event. That will keep you from uh, from getting to the event and seeing that it is sold out.
1: <clears throat> All
2: right. Once again, we would like to thank everybody uh, for listening because uh, without you guys, what did I say? Oh, I said Indiana. All uh, right. I uh, some fans are screaming at me. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. Okay, all right. Uh, I've, I've made mistakes before. Wayland, Iowa. May 30th and 31st, female only. Iowa. And uh, that's the female only event. Now, if you're connected with this event, why don't you give me a call uh, here on the program this evening so that we can... Uh, get some more information out about it. You're welcome to call in at 347-308-8790. Right, once again, that's 347-308-8790. And uh, we'll get you on the air so that you can talk about the uh, the Wayland, Iowa, May 30th, 31st event. Okay, we've got a lot of things that we want to cover uh, this evening. And uh, I encourage any of you guys to call in, anybody that wants to, uh, you can either listen online or you can, uh, you're welcome to call in, and if you have any questions or comments, uh, we would love to hear them. Uh, I always encourage the, uh, the state coordinators to call in to give a quick rundown, quick report on their state, how it's going, if they have any special needs or they have any special events coming up. We certainly want to hear about that. I I was trying to get Riflewoman to call in this evening because I know there's a lot of of admin stuff that we'd like to get out to you guys. Uh, I know that she's been sending out uh, PMs and stuff and posting,
1: but uh, we'd like
2: to uh, follow that up with some news about it uh, on the air. There's a lot of, uh, as with anything, worthy of doing. It seems that it's always bolstered by a lot of paperwork, and uh, that is part, that is part of the stuff we consider uh, non-icing stuff. Uh, part of the uh, where the real appleseed work takes place from the end of Sunday uh, at an appleseed event to the beginning of the next one on Saturday morning. Uh, that includes a lot of paperwork and uh, a lot of admin stuff. Uh, I, I see a lot. There's not a lot, but what there is, we need to make sure it gets taken care of. And uh, so I'm hoping that she'll give us a call uh, this evening to discuss some of that and uh, get some of the information directly out to you guys uh, right from the Rifle Woman's mouth. <clears throat> As I said, we've got a lot of stuff today we want to speak about, uh, but we also want to get some of the callers on the air, too. Area code 303-774, you're on the air.
4: This is Rifle Woman. Hey!
2: I thought that was your number. I kept looking at it, and I said, you know, if I didn't know better, I would think that was R.W.'s number. Okay. Well, Woman, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you called. Uh, I didn't get a chance at all today to, to have any internet connection. Uh, I posted it last night, but I didn't have any until about uh, 6.20 today. I didn't get a chance to see if anything was happening. I had barely enough time to make it here to uh, Alonzo One's place and uh, send out some of the uh, the promo for the show. But uh, as you guys know, R.W., Rifle Woman, is uh, the dynamo who takes care of, uh, uh, well, uh, pretty much uh, almost everything you can imagine. Uh, <laughs> she we, <laughs> Everything that uh, everything that we sling at her, she somehow gets done. I don't know how she does it, but she does. And uh, But she needs our help. So right now she's going to give us uh, – uh, some pointers on some of the things that we have and haven't been uh doing and some of the guys some of you guys may not have heard about uh some of this stuff but we want to give uh Woman a chance to uh to get it out on the air right now. Thanks to RW for calling in. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. Well let us know uh, about some of the things that are, are high up on your list as far as the admin goes. I know you got uh, some stuff you want to tell us about T shirts.
4: Right. Um, First of all, since you just finished your uh, schedule for May, I just want to put the plug in for Rama, Colorado. I know it says it's sold out, but uh, just to give everybody a heads up, uh, we're adding another berm. So that will be reopened up. And also when people go in and see that it's sold out, any event is sold out, uh, don't give up because I often will open up additional spaces as people have to cancel.
2: You know, it was no. pulled off the. It was pulled off the uh, sold out red. That's why I didn't announce it because it, I mean I didn't announce that it it's sold out because it doesn't have the sold out red by it. The only I one that's showing sold out right now is Miamisburg, Ohio.
4: Oh no, there's quite a few. Some of them I I mean, I mean uh, for May, for
2: May. Mm,
4: I think Pelham, New Hampshire, is sold out or only has like one spot left.
2: Oh um, well, I know that Hawk does them. Does it Tuesday nights? I think that's whenever he yeah. does it, so yeah. it'll probably be done by, by midnight tonight after the show sometime, is whenever he redoes accounts on Tuesdays. So usually, yeah. whenever I give the uh, the events, it's the last uh, non-counted day of the week before he updates it on Tuesday.
4: Right. So don't get discouraged if you if you go in and find it is sold out. Just keep checking back. Um, sometimes you can email me at info at org, and I will put you in my waiting list file and I may get back to you. Don't count on me. Um, but sometimes if there's an opening, I'll say, hey, there's an opening. You grab it now.
0: <laughs> right. Uh,
4: so it's up to you to get it as, as quick as you can. But um, Well,
2: I told them to that the only way that, that they're going to have to do pre-registering, if they want to have any chance or any hope of, uh, of us doing anything about fixing any kind of sold-out events. I mean, and that's not even saying that we could ever do it. We can always do it, but if you're going to have a hope of us even giving it a shot, we've got to know that uh, that there are more people that want to go to the event than we have places on the line. The only way we're going to know that is we've got to pre-register. Now, once they pre-register, sometimes we can do stuff just like RW said. Uh, we can get some more lines opened up, but I guarantee you we will not get any more lines opened up if you don't pre-register and let us know.
4: And it's best to pre-register online because that's what I see. I don't see the mail-ins. Uh, and mail-ins—if you, if you just have to mail in—make uh, sure you do it at least four weeks in advance so it gets on the list.
2: Well, hopefully that uh, if they're going to do a mail-in, uh, maybe we should ask them to to make sure that when when they do the mail-in, to uh, send an email. Who would we send it to? Send an email to someone saying. I just pre, I just registered by mail so that they can get included in an account.
4: Yeah, because most of the times they don't and until the very last minute, and so we end up overselling an event. Um, well, so who, would, who would
2: be the best person to receive that? Would it, be, would it be best to go to Hawk or to our multiple emails to, uh, to Hawk, Savage Shooter, and you?
4: You know, that's a good question. That's something we probably ought to look at because uh, we don't really have a way of handling that. Uh, preferably... We just all register online. <laughs> I right. mean, that's the ideal. That that <laughs> makes everything run smooth. Well, because if you do it, if you do it, um, if you mail it in, it's all, you know, has to be handled and managed and sorted and organized. Where if you do it online, everything's automatic.
2: Yeah, let me let me tell the folks real quick here now, uh, because I've had, you know, for the last couple of years that we've had, you always you continue to hear things such as. Uh, the, uh, what do they call it, like the national headquarters and the Appleseed staff. And every time I read that somewhere, I'm thinking about, wow, now we have a staff. We have a headquarters. (laughs) Because the reality of it is there's only four or five of us uh, that are doing this whole nationwide thing. You've got uh, uh, Rifle Woman, uh, Savage Shooter, Fred, uh, Funfailer, and uh, only one or two others that that are carrying the whole weight of all the paperwork and everything else. If you're thinking that we got a staff of 40 or 50 people, typewriters buzzing, telephones going, uh, big uh, uh, internet server uh, that's uh, sorting this all out for us, you're wrong. Uh, we've got a couple of people who are already doing uh, overwork, doing a couple of jobs already, so they can support their apple seed habit, and... Uh, and there, you've got these one or two people that are actually doing all of the work, sorting out the people's names and making sure that lists get updated, etc. Cetera, et cetera. And it's all volunteer. That, that's
3: it. It's all volunteer. It's all yeah.
4: volunteer. So people have to fit all this stuff in in their free time.
1: Yeah.
4: And, free time. You know, right. And we can't answer the emails immediately because you know we have to work. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. You know a lot of people think we're sitting at a desk waiting for their email and we're answering it as soon as it comes and and we can't do that. We're it's just you know we're volunteers. It might be answered at two in the morning.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I saw uh, an email the other day from a person who was just outraged because, uh, oh, I think that uh, I don't remember what it was. Something had happened. I'm not going to go into the details of it, but uh, something had happened, and he wanted a refund, I guess, because he didn't uh, complete an apple seed or something. And uh, I think that this had happened like on the eight, maybe the. Uh, uh, on a certain weekend, <clears throat> and because he had not received the uh, the refund within three or four days, oh, I remember what it was. It was the uh, April 18th and 19th weekend, the one where all the volunteer people uh, were putting together a coast-to-coast, border-to-border shoot with thousands and thousands of uh, people at uh, 50-some locations. Anyway, he hadn't received his refund uh, within the four to four or five days, and he was going to go ballistic. And the thing is that, uh, uh, especially on an all-hands-on-deck event, there is nobody left. We're all out. We're all out of the office doing apple seeds.
1: That's so right. So
2: don't, don't think that there's a huge staff somewhere waiting to uh, to handle your needs at your beck and call because uh, we're all out doing uh, something a little bit more important, which is saving the nation by apple seeds. Uh-huh. Now, one of the things that, uh, a lot of people uh, I think are are getting a little bit mixed up on is that uh, when you come to an Apple Sheet event, you go to both days, you get a t shirt all right right now now we don 't guarantee number one we don 't guarantee for that you have at shirt in your size uh, to exactly fit you. We just say a t shirt and even that isn 't a guarantee, and that 's not something that you can yell and scream about if we don 't have one if for some reason, if we don 't have enough t shirts then that's just the way it goes, uh, and uh, we can't go back and sort and sift through and try and find some way to send you a T-shirt if we're out and you shoot bosses and uh, instructors. You cannot be promising these th- this uh, to folks. And I'm going to let the uh, uh, rifleman tell you why.
4: Well, that goes back to pre-registering. Um, if you pre-register, we have a better idea of how how many people are going to be there um you know and that situation but but you have to realize that the majority of the registrations for every event take place in the last two weeks prior to the event because people aren't sure if their schedule is going to allow it or whether or whatever reason they want to be able to get out of it they uh, you know they don't register for the last minute well because all of the all of the stuff is coming from the east coast and is being shipped to wherever it is, it has to be shipped well in advance. And so we can't, we can't fit everybody's size or we can't, you know, we have to guess at what's going to be there. So when you get there, if you register for two days um, online or pre- pre-register, then you're guaranteed a T-shirt. It may not be your size because it's whatever we have. Um,
1: right.
4: But you'll get a T-shirt. If you walk on, if you're a walk-on, there's no guarantee that you'll get a T-shirt. If we have enough, sure, um, but it's the pre-registers that are guaranteed the T-shirt.
2: Right, and, and I want to remind t- people that they cannot. Uh, you shoe bosses and stuff. You cannot tell somebody if you don't have the T-shirt to hand them right then and there, then then it ain't going to happen because you cannot create uh, havoc and disaster by telling these people they're going to get a T-shirt and then wiping your hands of it and tossing it into somebody else's lap. There is no way that we could ever uh, sort through and get something like that straightened up with uh, folks just randomly uh, calling or emailing, wondering where their T-shirt is and demanding that it be sent right that minute. Uh, even just to send a T-shirt by mail is going to cost another 7 bucks a lot of times, and we That's just right. can't do it. We can't do it.
4: Yeah, we don't have the funds to do that. We're, we're running on a shoestring. Um, so there's no extra funds to to be shipping out individual shirts that you know for 480 a pop or whatever it is now. Um, it's pretty expensive, and so well, just the
2: logistics to... of it of trying to keep it straight of who oh, yeah.
4: who there's gets no a shirt
2: and why and what's their what is their address and and, and uh, you know that's just that's not it. The best way to do it is just like the wife woman just told you register pre register online. That way, we know to put a T-shirt with your size on it in the uh, in the box.
4: That's that's right, and and check in early to <laughs> to make sure you get the right one. Yeah, you know, yeah. The first people's <laughs> table, get the right size. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because uh,
2: once again, if you think that there is a uh, some mass uh, Santa's workshop uh, of uh, hundreds of of L's. Filling uh, these uh, sheet boxes and sending out across the nation. <laughs> You're wrong. There's just one old Santa there named Fred, and uh, he's packing the boxes and sending them out. So, for those of you that think that there's some huge national uh, organization, uh, if you showed up there on the packing day, I'm afraid you'd probably just find Fred, and uh, and his dog, and maybe Mrs. Fred, and I then mean, probably somebody if he could if he could scrounge up somebody locally. To give him a hand. And that's it. And he, we're talking about uh, hundreds and hundreds of boxes uh, going out across the nation uh, every year. So.
3: That's
2: right. So just uh, I think if you just if you walk out of there with a T-shirt of any size, you should be jumping up and down.
4: We do we do our best, but you know, please don't expect expect us to do better than our best.
2: Okay, and then uh
4: possible
2: then the other thing I wanted to get you to tell folks about is uh is these shoot bosses uh just on their own uh okaying uh refunds or uh switching the registration and stuff like that uh they can't be they 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 can't be doing this because there is no magic wand to make it right on the other end uh That's right. Let them know how they, how they need to handle uh, either a refund situation from somebody not showing up or just a, a switch of a registration to a, uh, to a different date.
4: Well, that's a good topic to bring up, and I think we should start with what is the refund policy. The refund policy is you have to give me a week's notice prior to the event, and that has to come to me because I'm the only one who can change it. Um, and then, you know, if there's a weather concern um, and, and you assume that it has been canceled, don't don't assume anything. You need to check uh, the website. We'll let you know if it's canceled. We'll send out an email. This is another place where it's really important to do it online, because we can mass mail email everybody if there's any if anything that happens. And if you do it, if you mail it in, we don't have your email on the system and we can't mass mail email you. If there's any changes. Um, so so I have to have a week's notice to do that uh, for any refund or even a transfer of events. Occasionally something comes up like a death in the family and, and I'll take that in, into consideration. Um, but that's the rarity. Anyway, back to the cancellation of, of an event. With an apple seed, y- you never can assume that weather will stop us because uh, 99.9% of the time it won't. We will still be shooting in the rain, the snow, whatever. So the rule is if there is an Appleseed instructor at the range instructing, there's no refund if you don't show up. That's your choice. Um, so well, I want basically. to tell
2: everybody that uh, I have a policy, and the Appleseed does really, but I have a, I can guarantee you. If, you, uh, if there is a date set for the Davila location and really for any of the Texas locations because all, all of the Texas crew is pretty much uh, – uh,
3: everybody has
2: this set in stone. And that is uh, if there is a Texas uh, event schedule, I don't care what the weather is, uh, hurricane, snow, uh, flood, uh, desert heat, it doesn't matter. If you show up, there will be an instructor there, uh, you know, barring any catastrophic thing uh, such as the death of the instructor or something. Otherwise, you show up because uh, we're going to have somebody there for you. We know that not everybody has Internet. Not everybody has a way to know or get the word of it. there's a cancellation, and we're not going to leave you hanging. If you, you want to go to an event in Texas, you show up gu- guaranteed there will be an instructor there waiting for you.
4: That's what we tried to do.
2: That's it. Any other uh, is there anything else? Oh, any other way we're right now that refunds. with the? Uh, I'm sorry.
4: So we were talking about refunds and and who who can approve those? Right. Uh, yeah, if somebody comes up and says, um, "I paid and I, I should have been free," you know, I want a refund. I get the question, can we refund them out of the money we've collected? And the answer is no. Um, we have to account for everything that happens. And so it has to be repaid out of the money, that, you know, out of the same place it was paid for accounting reasons. Right. And so, so basically they, you know, you say contact Riflewoman. Uh, don't say they can switch. Don't say they can have a refund. Don't, you know. Don't promise anything that you can't deliver because I may not be of the same opinion when it comes to me. Right. So,
2: the bottom line is going to be: anytime you, you shoot Bosses, Red Hats, anytime you have any kind of a uh, a question about this, about switching registration, any kind of refund, anything like that at all, make sure that your answer is contact Riflewoman. She's, she's going to be the only one who can approve uh, any type of refund, any type of switch anything like that. So make sure your answer is always contact Riflewoman. Uh, and uh, you can get her, uh, make sure that you have her email uh, there at your uh, registration desk and stuff and uh, handy so you can give it to folks uh, if it's they have just, any kind of question about it.
4: It's just info at, a, at AppleseedInfo.org.
2: Okay. Right. Right. So they just, they just get you, they contact you from the contact link at AppleseedInfo.org. That's right. And just uh, attention to riflemen. Anytime any of you any, guys – I'm sorry?
4: If any state coordinators get notifications from people, those need to be forwarded to me right away as well. Because some people say, you know, they'll put, they'll, like for you, they would say um, – they'd send it to Texas and say, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it to this event. And, and so if you get that, then you need to send that on to me so I know what's happening. Because people accidentally send them to to the state instead of to the nationals. Hmm. Does that make sense?
3: <laughs> yes,
2: yes, and uh, right because you're not getting uh, the state coordinators and anybody who's running the the Gmail programs and stuff that uh, for the state need to realize that there is not a copy automatically going to Rifleman. Okay, so whenever you get a copy of anything that has to do with registration, refund, anything like that, you need to bag that up and forward it to RW and make sure that she gets it because, like I said, she's the only one that can do it. So don't you guys uh, be making any promises or anything else like that. Make sure that you ship it on downline to her, and uh, and your hands will be washed of it.
4: And they can call me the mean. (laughs) I'm really not mean, but, you know.
2: Yeah, that's a great way to say, Man, I'd love to do it. Matter of fact, I would you know I would do it. But I, my hands are tied, man. I gotta send it to RW. That's the
4: easiest way to do it.
2: Yep. Anything else that uh, we can help you out with on the admin stuff? Is there anything any other uh uh bumps in the road that uh that we as uh Q bosses and uh, red hats instructors and stuff might be missing? Uh, or there anything we could do to smooth out the registration uh, process, or or any of the paperwork processes.
4: Um, it, it helps me if you don't request your check-in sheet in advance. <laughs> That's really hard for me, and then <laughs> I get a lot of people who you know um, check in the last minute, and then I have to go and manually uh, enter those on the on the website. Anything that that um, gets away from doing doing it automatically is is not always a good thing
3: um, right
2: well, what I do is i get uh uh usually somebody where i 'm headed, either the host uh or somebody will have some way uh to do a print up uh, you know whenever you normally post them you wait till the end to post them, which I think is great because uh that helps. The people by making sure that they get uh, the most current available uh, list. Because anytime you do it early, like you said, anytime you do it early, there's going to be a bunch of holes in it because a lot of people aren't going to register until the last minute. That's just the way it is. Okay. That's uh, there's nothing we can do about that other than I plead every week for folks to pre-register uh, in time. But there's nothing you can do about it. So a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll just uh, I'll forward, it. You know, I'll print it up with me. Uh, the night before, that will be one of the last things I do before I go to bed, before I shoot, usually around 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night, I'll print up the check-in list for the next day. Or, or if I'm headed somewhere, I'll just uh, forward it to the host uh, of the event or whatever that has a printer there and uh, make sure that they have uh, printed up a copy of it and have it ready at the registration desk. So you need to have it with you at the registration desk so that you can compare uh, the names of the folks checking in to the folks that have pre-registered
4: exactly and don't be afraid to ask hotels if they have a a computer that you can access the internet uh... majority of them do you may not see right. it right out there but you can always ask and you can check for any last minute changes
2: right and those will be on the shoot boss uh, check-in forms uh, the same place that you get your list uh... right before you go to the shoot uh, i always check it uh... Right before I leave the house on uh, Saturday mornings too, is uh, I check that to see if uh, in the middle of the night you uh, you got up, made yourself a cup of coffee, and added a few names to the <laughs> the list of people uh, who were coming. And sometimes there are. There'll be uh,
4: like so and so, so and so way. and so yeah.
2: that you know that, that didn't make this. They didn't make the uh, the event sheet that you sent, but they're going to have to be manually added so that they're down there, uh, so that their name is here on the page. When uh, they come in.
4: That's right. We like to keep everybody happy. We don't not do things just to tick people off. Um, but we have to do what works in our time, you know, in our timetables. And so that's the best way we can do it is add them as they come in. Right. At the last minute. So. And Anything well, else is, we can help you with? Yes, every shoot boss can read the uh, policy and procedures manual. It's posted under Policies and Procedure Board, and uh, just have a copy with you. So if questions come up, most of them are answered right there in the in the book. Um, just print it up and have it there to refer to. And my phone number's right in there. I'm always here to um, back you guys up. I'm not really out on the appleseed Trail like I'd like to be, so it's a pretty good chance that you're going to catch me and I'll be able to answer your questions. So... <laughs> Print that, take I'll it with you, have my phone number, and, and don't be afraid to call. All
2: right, and, and also along that same line, uh, we've had some discussions lately about uh, making sure that all the shoot bosses and folks are contactable the, uh, the minutes before the event or the day before the event uh, that they're scheduled to, uh, to run in case there's some emergency. We need to be able to get in touch with the shoot bosses there's a thread uh, on the instructors uh uh board and i believe it it was started with uh by the guy that says in an effort to and has the instructors uh, names and stuff listed there i think what we'll do is we'll go back in and we'll uh we'll fix that so that uh so that we can have a very concise and current because i think that was almost a year ago uh, have a concise and current listing of instructors' names and then their uh, their phone numbers so that we can get a hold of them at the last minute in case there are any disasters and stuff. There have been several times uh, in the last year where we needed to get in touch with an instructor immediately, and uh, for one reason or another, there was no uh, known way to contact them. So, uh, let's see. Today's Tuesday. I'll try on the- i'll I'll post a thread on the instructors board tomorrow for the instructors to start sending in their uh their phone numbers and stuff again and then what we'll do is you you can uh, uh it'll only be seen by the instructors you can send it uh uh or post it on the instructor's board and then uh, as you post it we'll add your name uh to the list and then we'll delete your post so that uh, there's not uh uh, 150 posts you got to go through to get to find a person's name. We'll just do a regular uh, alphabetical uh, order phone number book thing with your number uh, posted there, so that if uh, if we need to get a hold of you or another instructor needs to get a hold of you and say, hey, I can't make it, or or hey, can I make it? Uh, will I be allowed to come uh, and instruct at this event? Will you cover my costs if I come? Because that's another thing you guys have to make sure you do is make sure that you are approved. Uh, to instruct at an event because we can't have you sending in if if you're not needed, if you're not absolutely needed to instruct at an event, then we're not going to be able to cover your cost uh, for your travel and hotel and stuff uh, unless it has been pre-approved. So make sure that you're getting that approved. But if you guys could send in your numbers again, look on the uh, instructor's board and uh, we'll set up a thread so that we can get all the, uh, the guys' numbers and uh, make them accessible to everybody again.
4: There's also one on the I, IIT board uh, for their information.
1: And okay, the IIT board. And,
4: okay, <laughs> yeah, include a cell phone as well as the home phone if you have it, so that you know. Because if you're on the road, obviously we're not going to be able to reach you in your home.
2: Right, and that's a lot of times. That's whenever that's. When we need to get a hold of you because we need to be able to tell you as you're on your way to the range that uh, instructor X, Y, or Z is not going to be able to make it or that uh, the range uh, has exploded and uh, you shouldn't go there or or w- whatever the information is. And we need to get a hold of you right then and there pronto. So if you guys can make sure that we start getting that information, as I said, I'll will put a, I'll post a thread so that we can start harvesting the numbers and get them up into a uh, – uh, a place where they're accessible. Once again, the instructor's board is is not visible to everybody. Uh you don't have to worry about putting your number up there and having uh some uh, yahoo come in a guest or something like that and getting your number and sending it off. It's only visible to the instructors, okay? So don't worry about uh, uh about putting your number in there because uh, we got to have we got to be able to get a hold of you and nobody's going to be able to see it but the other instructors,
3: <clears throat> that's so,
2: all right, is it. anything else that we can think of about the, uh, that we can uh, help with?
4: Um, That's all I can think of at the moment. I'm sure there's a ton of things, but, you know, your mind gets jumbled, so. <laughs>
2: well, that's okay, but listen, we've got, uh, the, the program is really doing pretty good, and here's the other thing. It's like we have some of the, we have the best of the best uh, of the instructors and stuff, who usually t- tune in to the program? Uh, we've got, uh, and they—they they always, uh, although all of our best instructors usually are hanging out in the chat room, ready to uh, to guide folks uh, new to the program, uh, answer their questions, stuff like that. And uh, most of the best instructors are listening uh, to the radio show on Tuesday nights. So uh, this is a good way for us to get information out. We can probably do this, uh, is, is any you have. Anything new you want to get put out, uh, I know you send out PMs and stuff like that, but this is also another quick way to get it out. Uh, anytime you have something to put out, just yell. Come on the show and uh, and get out the uh, the information to the instructors.
4: Okay, we'll do that.
2: Well, thank you, RW, not just for calling tonight, but for everything you do. Uh, thank you so much. It, it would... Uh, it would certainly be a whole different appleseed world if uh, you weren't there at the helm. <laughs>
4: mm, I don't know if that's a scary thought or not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure probably I'm sure you're probably thinking about uh, about the positive side of it, which is like the <laughs> coladas with your feet up at the beach, and uh, <laughs> and we're thinking about the negative side, which is oh, woe is us. <laughs> How will we ever figure this out?
4: Well, try to well, help. Well, thank you work. very much. Alrighty.
2: all righty all right now if you want to i can just put you on mute if you want to uh to keep listening uh or you can uh hang up but i'll just I wanna, i'll tell you thanks and then i'll just uh put you on mute and then you can do what you want to do after that so thank Alrighty. you so much rw for uh for helping us get this straightened out tonight and we look forward to hearing from you next week also All
4: righty.
2: thanks a lot all right okay. that was a legendary rw uh the bringer of all things good and bad. Uh, she can uh, make you smile, and she can make you cry. Yeah, she's done both to me. Uh, we've got another call on here now. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to keep these numbers right in my mind, but I, I think it, it uh, I think it might be uh, Old Grunt. Is 580278, You on the air? Hello. Area code five eight zero two seven eight. Are you on? All right. Well, I'll just uh I'll put you on mute there, and we'll get back to you in just a minute. Uh, as I said, we've got a lot of stuff uh, to get out this evening. We have. Uh, we have a the theme of the show which, which, tonight which is uh, uh where are we uh, in the revolution and uh, and what can what can you do to help i think about uh the current apple seed uh, situation almost as uh, as the winter of 1776 you know there was a uh, a dark time uh in 1776 that was a uh a time when the uh when the continental army had suffered uh defeat after defeat uh they were trying to figure out their game plan trying to figure out what to do and uh, They they couldn't catch their breath uh, in order to put together a good plan. They had been given uh, the responsibility for defending uh, several undefendable locations. And, of course, the undefendable locations actually did prove to be undefendable, and uh, they suffered defeats and routes without end, it seemed the confidence in the Continental Army uh, had dwindled to almost non-existence. The, uh, the supplies had drained. There were no, there was no clothing, no food, uh, very little gunpowder, no uh, arms. Uh, The enlistment term of most of the units were coming to an end. The, uh, Soldiers had originally enlisted for periods of, uh, from six months to one year. And on December 1st, the enlistments for the majority uh, of the Continental troops were coming up. And when it did, when it does, when it came up for them, they went home. They didn't... Uh, uh, they figured that they had served their they had done their duty and they were going home it didn't matter that uh we're right in the middle of uh, the most dangerous part of the revolution they had had their fill they were hungry and tired and wounded and
4: uh, in the middle of winter
2: they were without winter clothes uh they didn't have shoes as a matter of fact uh, whenever you hear the reports of the uh, of being able to tell where the Continentals marched by following the tracks of blood in the snow, that was a real description. That's not made up or exaggerated. We're talking about men marching barefooted across sharp rocks and uh, and ice and suffering frostbite, uh, the cases of uh, frostbite and amputations that had to be done due to the frostbite were were numerous. So in most cases, these guys were ready to go. They had been beaten and uh, suffered defeats. And, and they had not been taken care of as far as supplies go. And uh, it was a situation of anxiety and despair. And many, whenever their enlistments ended, took the opportunity to go home, to leave. Now, Washington knew that on December 1st, the enlistments were going to be coming up. Most of the men were going to be leaving. His army, which on paper had uh, had originally been in the 15 to 18,000 men mark, was dropping rapidly. As a matter of fact, whenever the enlistments came up and the men marched off, sometimes in whole uh, brigade and regiment size units, leaving for home, a new count of his forces. Showed less than three thousand men, three thousand men, to face an army of twenty-eight thousand there in the New Jerseys. What would they do? Only a few more men, and the whole revolution would fold. But what I want you to think about right now, and I want you to think about those men who did remain. Now you have to put yourself in their shoes for just a minute. And you think about this. Most of these men had no winter clothing. Uh, in many cases, uh, their clothing had been uh, worn out or destroyed. Some of the men had only a blanket, no jackets, no clothes, not no pants and shirts, just a blanket wrapped around them. And we're talking about winter, and we're not talking about winter in Florida. We're talking about winter in New Jersey. There was heavy snow. There was ice. And on the days that there wasn't snow and ice, there was rain, rain that would rain down and then freeze. These were men without shoes, without food, and who had been uh, defeated in several other previous battles. So logically, in their mind, the only outcome to this thing was that they would in time suffer the same The same outcome. These men would either be killed in battle or captured. Uh, That was the logical outcome for them. And yet they stayed. They stayed there. Not all of them, but several thousand, 2,000 plus men stayed that formed the nucleus of the Continental Army. Something, these something compelled these men to reach down inside them and stay, as I said, even knowing that the logical outcome would be their capture or death. These are the men that the rest of the country got to ride on the backs of. These are the men who sacrificed, uh, and in many cases sacrificed all that they had the men who changed the outcome of the war right then and there in the, that week in winter. In the next few days, Washington won several victories at Trenton, at Princeton, uh, miraculously out the British and uh, causing uh, great defeats to befall them, capturing the uh, uh, the German and Hessian brigades uh, in Trenton, uh, driving off the British in Princeton uh, with these men who had stayed. And uh, as I said before, I want you to keep in mind that it was cold, that these men were cold, that they didn't have supplies and food. And here's how cold it was. The, uh, there are the accounts of them trying to cross the Delaware to, attack, to make their attack in New Jersey. And uh, the Delaware had frozen, but not thick enough for the artillery to get across. And in many cases, not thick enough to bear the weight of the men. And how do they know? Because they walked out onto the ice to cross it, and they broke through the ice and fell into the river and got soaked, and then climbed back down to the ice, found a different place to cross, and crossed the river, and continued on in their march to attack. Did you hear what I just said to you? In the middle of winter, these hungry men, uh, ill-clothed, in the, the freezing uh, rain, sleet, and snow of winter, they fell into the river or they tried to ford the river in shallow places, wading up to waist deep, uh, breaking the ice as they went so that they could get across the river, not so that they could get to their warm houses, but so they could get on with the job of carrying the battle to the British. I want, I want you to think about that. I want you to, to understand uh, what I just said. They waded across uh, rivers up to waist deep, or they broke through the ice and fell in over their heads uh, in the middle of winter so that they could cross the river to carry the battle to the British. And whenever they fell in or when they got soaking wet or uh, when it just rained, when it rained instead of snowing and it soaked them to the bone and they continued on with their march so they could carry the battle to the British. And when they got there, they won. They attacked the British and routed them, captured them, and they won. Uh, this shivers up bond. And uh, I'm not talking about the same kind of shivers that, that some reporters get uh, when they hear some president's name in their leg. Uh, I'm talking about. Real shivers of real men making real sacrifices, going through real hardships. I'm not talking about uh, about somebody telling how they uh, how they had to miss a uh, a party, a birthday party, or uh, or something like that, so that they could do an apple seed, or uh, or saying that they yeah they did the apple seed, even though they had already worked the uh, five days prior to it. They went ahead and did the apple seed. I'm talking about real sacrifices. I'm talking about you getting soaking wet in the middle of winter and continuing on. There was even uh, several cases of, uh, uh, there was one uh, colonel in particular who was crossing the river. Uh, I believe it was the colonel of artillery. I'll have to try to remember what his name was. Anyway, he was captured by the British. And why? Because he fell into the river. Uh... It got soaking wet, and while he was covering the retreat of his men, his clothes froze so that he could no longer run, and he was captured by the British and killed. His clothes froze so that he couldn't run. So did he, did these guys, why, once they got wet, why, why wasn't it over? My gosh, they were wet, they were soaking wet, they were uncomfortable. Nobody should have to do stuff when they're uncomfortable, right? <clears throat> My gosh, they should have they should have uh, grabbed the next taxi cab home and got uh, under their their heating blankets and and had some hot food and and uh and gotten taken care of, but they didn't. They went on and they fought and they won. And these less than 3,000 men changed the course of history. They won. And when they did, when they won battle after battle against the British, the attitudes of the Continentals, of the uh, American Patriots completely changed. From having less than 300 men on the uh, on the rolls of his muster on uh, December 26th, by January 7th, after the uh, the news of the battles and the victories had spread. Washington's muster uh, ran over fifteen thousand men, and once they did, once they got the uh, the attitudes and the momentum changed, it was a completely different uh, war, and of course we went on to win it. But there was that dark time in the winter of 1776. Where are they going to make it? And uh, the difference was made by a core group of less than 3,000 men. <clears throat> less than 3,000 men who shouldered the burden for the rest of the country. They carried every other person in the country on their backs until they would won those battles. And, of course, then the rest of the uh, the militias and volunteers came out of the woods and decided uh, then to join. And I, I'm not – don't get me wrong. I don't want to ridicule them or make light of them. But I do want to point out uh, – or I do want to ask, where were they between, between December 26th and January 7th? Because they weren't on the muster rolls uh, for the attacks on Trenton and Princeton. Uh, Make sure we got this plugged into a good plug that uh, is working. It's from right here. Plugged down into a good plug. <laughs> we're about to run out of juice here. If we if we happen to not make it and uh, and our equipment shuts down, we'll just hang on. We'll be back on in just a second. the Looks uh, like the battery is uh, of the uh, my computer here is running a little bit low. <clears throat> okay, we're back we got it fixed. Mark uh, has us up and running. So, <clears throat> that is my story of uh, of the winter of 1776 and how just a few determined men changed the course of history. That is where we are right now. A few determined men right now can change uh, the course of history. A few determined men. And we need those men now. We need those men to help commit to the uh, program and to help change
0: the course of history. <clears throat>
2: All right. All <clears> right. <throat> Which one is this? This one? Okay. Uh we're gonna grab another caller here and then uh, we'll continue on. Area code five seven five four nine one, you're on the air. How do
0: scout this Sam? Hey. Hey Sam
2: <laughs> I love to hear from you, brother. You're a good man, Sam. What do you have going this evening? Well, tonight I'm sitting out back here thinking about three
0: really great apple seeders we have up in Albuquerque. They came down for our February shoot in Las Cruces, went back home full of that good apple
2: seed fire. They're
0: rapid for A- for for apple seed.
2: Hey, Stan, can can you hold on just one second? I'm gonna I'm gonna hand you over to uh, Mark who's here with me. You know Mark Alonso. I'm gonna hand you <laughs> over to him. And he's he's gonna. He's going to hold you, uh, he's going to finish listening to you on this, and I'm going to listen in the background. So here you go. Here's Mark.
5: Hey, Sam, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark,
0: thank you.
5: Okay, Okay. go on with your story, sir.
0: Well, these three uh, first-time apple seeders, they left with the rabies. And last weekend, they got together with our state coordinator, Tom, up in Albuquerque and went to the show and passed out some flyers. And went from table to table, uh, passing out that good apple seed word. And uh, I want to thank them, uh, but like all of New Mexico apple seeders, they're full of fire and enthusiasm, and I really appreciate that on their part.
5: Well, I tell you what, that really helps out a lot. I know when uh, uh, I've been out to a few shows, I've gotten a little discouraged. Uh, we've talked about it here on the show before. It seems like everybody's a retired sniper. So I'm really glad you had some luck out there, and uh, keep it up, and uh, keep these people coming out.
0: Oh, we will. We will. The
5: okay.
0: uh, oh. Albuquerque shoot we're having in June, the table advertising, is going to be a big shoot. I'm going to make a big push for some more uh, congressional staffers to come, and some more local politicians, and see if we can... Get them to come out and hear some good American heritage and learn a few things with us.
5: Oh, well, good deal. You know, that's a good idea. I wrote my uh, rep the other day. I have a new one. And uh, he wrote me back saying he's a solid uh, pro gunner and all this good stuff. So uh, he's next on my list. I'll be hitting him up with Appleseed, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, Yeah, he's a retired Marine Corps sniper.
0: Our guy actually came out to uh, to an apple seed for a bit last October, and I'm going to get all of his staffers to come this time, and see if we can uh, drum up just a little more support down to working end of the Congress, as those staffers are just as important to to uh, convince and uh, deal with as the as the legislator himself. They're the people that have his ear every day. Hmm
5: good deal. And uh this is going on in New Mexico, right?
0: Yes, sir, in Albuquerque. Last weekend of June.
5: Man, you know, I think I just may have to make it out there. I've never been to New Mexico and uh I heard they they may be having a shoot in Hawaii and they really want some active instructors and uh this might help out some.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> well okay man, thanks for calling in. We appreciate that. You have anything else?
3: No, that's about it.
5: Oh, okay. Scout says give out Blue Feather's soap address. you have that? Oh, yes. All right.
0: Uh, except I don't have it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but she makes good soap. I use it to shave every day.
1: <laughs>
0: except for my mustache, of course.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen your picture. We've all seen your picture up there, so. you <laughs> <laughs> still right. trying to
0: simulate a mustache wax for me, too.
5: Oh, nice. Okay, well, hey, appreciate you calling in.
1: Good talking with you, Mark.
5: And we'll Bye. see you around. Okay, well, Sam's working out there just like a lot of us are. And uh, I'm surprised Respiratory Pop hasn't called in so far. Normally, uh, he's on uh, on the show. In fact, the first Rifleman show I listened to, I was telling my, uh, my wife about Respiratory because I just met him at the boot camp. And I said, you know, every time I go out to these shoots, you just meet some of the nicest people. And everybody's out there. It's really great. And then I go on to Respiratory Pop. What a great guy he is. I said, he's really motivated, excited about the whole thing. And I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he's calling in. And wouldn't you know, the very next caller, uh scout clicks over to his Respiratory Pop. <laughs> and so uh, he's always a hoot. So if you're out there, uh, Pop, would you give us a call? And speaking about Pop, we have a uh, shoot coming up in Corpus Christi. In the next uh, two weeks, I'll be down there with him. And as of now, I think it's just myself and Pop, and a few other shooters. And like Scout was saying earlier, if uh, nowadays that since we have the internet, if you're living in Alaska or West Virginia, or wherever, look at some of the schedule. See what's going on. Uh, see if you have family in these towns, friends in these towns, old military buddies in these towns. Let them know about the program and help promote it. Scout even mentioned something about a community calendar. I'm not familiar with that is, but I'm going to get with him after the show. And I uh, start using that avenue as well. And speaking of other uh, folks pushing the, the Apple program, next month, or no, I should say this month, we'll have the Louisiana shoot. It's going to be the first shoot in Louisiana. And uh, I've been talking back and forth to a couple of guys working out there, and you'll see them on the forum as well. Uh, Chad, he goes by Yule Shop and Rhodes. And if you read the the comments, these guys, I've said, are on fire. They're everywhere. Promoting the place, uh, promoting Appleseed, working really hard. Uh, In fact, when... uh, Scout was on the show earlier today talking. Uh Rhodes called my cell phone. And he's not listening to the show, he doesn't have access right now, but he's excited, he can't wait, so uh tell a man uh, call anytime time after nine <laughs> and uh I'm sure he'll be calling here. So Louisiana, if you have any friends, family in Louisiana, think real hard, try to push it, call, call anybody you know out there. It's their first shoot. Uh, I think we only have 2 pre-registers so we really want to make this thing happen. Uh also the Texas crew, uh Louisiana is our next door neighbor. We need to get these folks up and running. Um like I said before, you know with all the uh time my grandparents spend over there at their casinos, you know we're practically a family now. So <laughs> so uh the Texas crew we really need to step up and help these guys uh get going. Get uh, Louisiana moving, and we can uh, eventually come on back home to Texas, and Louisiana will pass us up just like California. So that's what we're looking forward to. Mike, are you anything? Yeah,
2: here you go. All right, guys. Uh, I wanted to, another thing I wanted to add, I'm going to let uh, Mark get back onto the chat because uh, if you guys in chat have anything too, you can sure. Uh, jump in, and he'll relay it to me or I'll just hand the phone to him and uh, he can take uh, he can answer any of the questions you have on chat. We encourage you guys to to, uh, to call in if you have questions and stuff. Anything you want to get uh, more info on, you can call in. We'll do our best to answer the questions. And uh, you can also go to – you have to register. It takes about uh, 30 seconds to register uh, with Blog Talk Radio to, uh, to get uh, – on the chat program, but once you get to the chat program, then, of course, uh, it's staffed by a large number of uh, volunteers and and helpers. Uh, There's always somebody in there that is more than willing to give you a hand, answer any questions you have, uh, help you get uh, any information you need to get involved with the program or find out about a shoot or get a shoot scheduled uh, for your location, because uh, let me take this opportunity to let you know that the Appleseed program is very unique in that if you want to have a shoot at uh, in your hometown, it's very easy to do. We'll bring the program to you, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. All you have to do is get us a location. Get us a location, let us know about it, and we will bring it to your town. We'll bring the whole We're Traveling Roadshow Circus to your town and put the show on right there for you and your friends and neighbors, okay? But you're going to have to get involved as far as uh, helping to round up people to come to the event and to get us a location, now, there are two areas that I want to mention real quick that, have to, uh, that we need some extra attention on for the Texas crew. We need uh, some private land for uh, some events in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We need uh, anybody that can uh, help us to get some private land so we can hold some events in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We've got a great number of folks here that uh, are really hot to get with the program. But we are not able to get any of the ranges to give us any time on the line there. They uh they are packed right now, uh, thanks to our current president. They're packed with uh shooters uh, at the range and uh so we need a some private land where we can hold events in the Dallas Fort Worth area and in the Houston area. Okay, we've got uh 8 million million Houstonians who are ready to uh, get going on the program. Uh, And all we need is a little bit of private land where we can set up a range. It doesn't have to be uh, a huge uh, chunk of land because we can teach you everything you need to know to get you started on uh, a 25-meter range, okay? We can show you everything you need to know to help you get started on the path of becoming a rifleman on a 25-meter range. So uh, anybody that's listening... If you can, uh, if there's anything you can do to help us get some private uh, uh, land to hold events uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth and Houston area, uh, that is a that's high uh, uh, up on the list of things that we need right now. <clears throat> Another thing that I'd like to speak to you folks about this evening, and uh, because I try and keep it uppermost in my mind, because I'm no different than anyone else, uh, is the apple seed. Uh, creed of leaving your egos at the door when you come into the program, and why is this important? Well, <clears throat> there have been many, many many cases of good uh, passionate patriotic folks who have been uh, who have been led down the wrong road by their egos. Whenever you come into a program uh, that's uh, service-oriented, that has a mission like the athlete program, nothing, nothing that anyone says or does should be able to deter you from your mission. Nothing that anyone, when you may put up a post and say, and uh, and, uh, the the, uh, the staff decides that it's not uh, a mission-oriented post and it gets... uh, Uh, locked or you get uh, um, usually you'll get a uh, just a hey guys let's uh, get back on mission uh, kind of reply or or post onto it. Listen guys that's nothing personal. That's not uh, an attack on you. That's just an attempt by the staff to make sure that we don't get let off down the long uh, the wrong road. That we don't get distracted or disoriented on our mission. And if you allow yourself to take it as a personal insult uh, then you have just given control uh, over your life and your mission to to somebody else who doesn't even care to have control over it. Uh, anytime you let yourself... Uh, anytime you decide that, that you have been uh, insulted or your honor has been infringed on and you must do something about it, then then you are failing yourself. You're failing the program. You're you're getting yourself to a position where you're no longer going to be an asset to the program because if somebody, I don't care who it is, uh, if somebody can destroy you or divert you from your mission with just a string of ten words, what does that say about you, okay? I'm talking about anybody. I'm talking about that nobody can deter you or should be able to deter you from your mission not uh, your mom, your dad, not Fred himself, uh, none of the staff, nobody. If, uh, if you put up a post and for whatever reason it's determined that it's, uh, that it's not an on-mission post and it either gets locked or you get asked to stay on mission,
3: forget about it,
2: okay? Let it rain off you like water on a duck's back. What does it matter? In the scheme of things, what does it matter? I tell my kids all the time. Uh, They get upset by something that somebody says or or one says to the other, and I immediately tell them, why are you handing over control over how you feel about something or how you're going to react or something to somebody else? Why? Why are you letting them have the power over you? All you have to do is look at them and smile and say, okay, or or, uh, as some of my older daughters say now, whatever, uh, and move on. There should be nothing that anyone says or does that can deter you from your mission, especially not some uh, Internet posting or Internet words. Uh, Anytime you allow yourself to be sidetracked or for you to feel in some way that your honor has been impinged on and you must defend it by uh, going on a rant or something like that, I'm telling you, you're setting yourself up for a... uh, uh, a terrible journey because what you'll find is that you will be led on an eternal trail from one windmill to the next fighting these battles. You'll be sidetracked and you'll become completely useless, not just to the aptitude program, but to yourself as well. Don't worry about what anybody else says or what anybody else does. Uh, let me tell you, I, I, I myself have been uh, uh, the victim of the stay on message, uh, stay on mission, uh, reply many times. Uh, Whenever I first came to the program, uh, 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 I was a complete Internet goober. Uh, And uh, some of my posts were just ridiculous. Uh, uh, I look back at them and I think of of what a goober I was then. And I'm amazed that I've made it so far because because it's... you know, there's a there's a large learning curve, but you cannot ever let yourself uh, get distracted by what somebody else says about you, by what somebody else does. Your mission, our mission, is more important than anything or anyone uh, in the program. So don't let yourself become distracted or uh, by anybody's uh, uh, by what anybody says or what anybody does. Hey guys, listen. If you want to call in, the number is three four seven three zero eight eight. 347-308-8790. Eight, eight, uh, <clears throat> I see that uh, one guy saying, I- any advice for a first time IIT? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Call in and, uh, and ask your questions and we'll answer them. I can give you the, the best advice I can give you, though, to start off with is leave your ego at the door. Don't let something. Don't let anybody ever get the power over you by putting yourself in a position where all somebody has to do is put together a a string of uh, six or seven words that causes you to crumble, or that causes you to be sent out on uh, on a wild goose chase out into the left field. Uh, don't ever give your control over you to anybody else in that fashion. And uh, let me tell you right now that. Uh, that most of the staff members that are that are doing this it's never done uh as a personal thing when somebody closes a a thread or uh, or says uh, stay on message uh, stay on message uh, stay on mission uh it's never a personal thing nine times out of the ten the, the person posting it has no idea who you are and uh, it's not done uh in a uh, uh in a uh offensive uh, state of mind, all they're doing is saying, listen, <clears throat> we've got a lot of stuff to do. We've got a mission that uh, we barely are keeping up with as it goes without uh, getting distracted. And usually it's the person, uh, a person will make a post, and then they'll get the stay on message, uh, stay on mission thing. And it's not so much because of what they said, but you guys, and most of the people who have been on forums, you know what happens. You've got somebody that comes on, and, they, and usually they're not even doing it on purpose. Somebody will come on and say, hey, guys, uh, who, what do you think the best rifle is? Is it, is it an M14 or an AR? And you know what happens? And everybody knows what happens, boy. It's a mad scramble to pile on, and everybody to get a chance to, to tell why their rifle is better and for everybody to get a chance to be completely offended when somebody thinks that their opinion of the best rifle uh isn't uh envisioned by everyone else also so all we're trying to do is just trying to stop that before it happens uh because it's not conducive to the mission and uh, and my beginning advice for any of the iits uh for for everybody i have to remind myself of it constantly too is leave my ego at the door don't let something somebody says distract me uh if somebody uh, if somebody says something you don't like, then you just say okay, and move on, move on, nothing to see here, folks. Let's go. All right, uh, let's see. Did uh, did we ever get? Uh, I'm going to see if uh, the uh, the caller is uh, listening again. Area code five eight zero two seven eight. Are you on there?
3: Berry Scout. <coughs> hey, who's this? OG. Oh, <coughs> okay, I thought that's who oh, it was. I, I, I looked at the number earlier, and I thought that's
2: uh, who it was. How are you doing, OG? Oh, I'm still trying to find my voice again after last weekend, and I've been in the rain for four days now, so hopefully it <coughs> will come out. <coughs> Were you able to find any swine flu?
1: <laughs> no.
2: we No, I don't even want to think like that.
1: <laughs>
2: no, hey. I'm high. I'm washing my hands constantly. Well, good. Hey, congratulations. Good job. Uh, yeah, we had a good time. We had a really good time. Uh, it looked like everything went well. Uh, did you? Uh, how many guys did you get? Uh, uh, did you recruit to become one of your minions? Uh, we've got two that wanted to discuss it. So uh, I think the shoot boss is trying to get their paperwork forwarded on up higher to. Get them all the stuff they need for ICT stuff. But yeah, we got two that wanted to, and three or four more that are in the Oklahoma area that are trying to get some time away where they can come hang out with us at a shoot. But yeah, so listen, it's looking really well. All of the Oklahoma people listening, uh, we still need some more uh, private land in Oklahoma, too. Uh, yep. If anybody yep. has any private land that they uh, oh. would, like to, uh, uh, would like to donate, uh, you don't have to donate. You just uh, let us come out and have a shoot on it, okay? You don't have to sign it over to us. If you want to do that, that's great. But uh, if you would like to, if you would let us uh, come onto this private land there in Oklahoma and uh, have a shoot, we would be eternally grateful. Uh, we'll get uh, OG to come out, and take a look at the land. Heck, he can even give you a foot massage if you're willing to donate some uh, some land for a shoot. And I can tell you from the rifleman's boot camp. That a foot massage by OG is just heavenly, outstanding.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I listen, I'm 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 happen to see a, a person on the uh, on the TV right now, and I'm just going to mention this. I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, this person uh, has been on the TV quite a bit. And I was reading uh, today how he's th- how he thinks that uh, the American soldiers should be paying for all their own medical costs. Uh, he said it's a volunteer army, and they volunteered, and they knew what they were getting into, so they should not be angry at having to pay their own medical costs uh, you know, for wounds that they received in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? Uh, Scott, I'm going to plead the fifth and call that a major iceberg that I don't want to touch. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh But this is one of the things that, uh, just as O.G. said, this is an iceberg. And we're not going to get involved in individual icebergs, Nope. but one of the things that the Appleseed Program is that we're hoping for it to do as we build it is to become a weather machine so that we change the climate of this country so that these icebergs never freeze in the first place. They never even develop. That's what we're trying to do with the Appleseed Program. It's turning it into a climate change device. Uh, we want to we want to change uh, the weather. We want there to be global warming uh, in the United States so that the icebergs all melt so that you can in the first place. Is there anything that we can do to help you in Oklahoma right now, OG? Yeah, you can shut the rain off any day now. How much have you all gotten there? Because I'd like, I, don't to, I'd like, I need you to just shift it down to us in Texas. Well, it, it's going to work its way down there. You know, we are higher than Texas. So it's going <laughs> to, it's going to drain that way. But for the last four and a half days, it's been all day, all day long. So I, I don't even want to calculate how much rain we've actually got. But it made for a really interesting time in Salasaw. Everybody persisted, and we ended up having a lot of people come close to shooting riflemen in the rain, and like I told him, believe it or not, one guy looked at me and says, you guys shooting this weather all the time? I said, believe it or not, we had people shooting in a hurricane, and his eyeballs just lit up. I said, yeah, actually a hurricane, so yeah, this is nothing. That's right. And we had we three of your guys show up. We had Steiny, we had Subnet, and one of Subnet's uh, minions with him. They drove all the way up just to help us out and whatnot, so they got to see what the Texas cadre is all about, so Texas was represented it very well so we really appreciate that, great. that. and and yeah. those are actually some of the best guys uh... that we had out of the uh... of the last uh... few crops at of bar well business. put it this way put it this way long shot felt so comfortable that he went to his his toy truck and drug out all his toys and he was shooting about everything he had so he actually got to shoot some AQTs, which you know for a shoot boss or a master instructor that's not every day that you get an opportunity to show up to shoot uh... no it's not it's uh... It's only about uh, once or twice a year, as a matter of fact. That,
1: uh, he so uh you know it, enjoyed it
2: himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are good guys, and uh, and I'm really, really uh, happy <laughs> to hear stuff that's happening in Oklahoma. And Og, I'm really proud of you. I mean, you are just Thanks, a sir. good man. Uh, Og, well, I want to tell everybody it. here is a tireless uh, worker. He's been doing a great job in Oklahoma, and, and I'm not just saying that it's just Og. He's not carrying the whole program on his back.
1: But he's doing a
2: great job. He has a lot of good folks there helping him out. And I have really, I really, uh, I'm really confident that things are going to go well in o- Oklahoma because I know OG's out there working on it every day of the week, okay? He's not, as, he's not a uh, summer soldier or sunshine patriot. Uh, he's working every day of the week out there uh, in Oklahoma. And uh, I, the way I know this is not just from him. It's because I hear it from other people all the time. And the uh, Appleseed does shoot in all weathers. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we shoot in hurricanes. We shoot in tornadoes. Uh, we shoot in 110-degree heat. We shoot in freezing rain. Uh, the New England guys uh, shoot in snow. Dwarven was telling me how they had to uh, stomp a path, uh, you know, from the shooting line after the targets because the snow was about a foot and a half deep. And you couldn't lay down in the snow because then you are a foot and a half underground. So you had to stomp a uh, a little valley from the shooting position out to the target so you could see it. And why do we do this? Uh, There's a lot of reasons we do it. Number one is that this is a realistic chance for you to be able to find out what your shooting system does in different kinds of weather. Very rarely are you ever going to go to a range when it's raining or uh, when it's 110 degrees or when the sand is blowing at 40 miles an hour. Very rarely are you ever going to go to a range and shoot, uh, because obviously that would be ridiculous. Uh, and yet, here we are at the C program doing it. And guess what? You're going to find out what your system does uh, when the wind is blowing and it has a uh, a cup full of dirt poured into the action. You're going to find out what happens whenever it's raining and uh, you're on your 300th round, how your uh, rifle system is going to work. Uh, and there is no uh, there's no real replacement for the gathering of that information and uh, and it's also a chance for folks to bond i'm telling you anytime uh anytime i talk to the guys during the uh the hurricane uh apple seed that we had or during the uh, the one that we had in uh august uh which uh i think the actual temperature was like 108 or 109 and the heat index was right around 140 degrees. Anytime you talk to those people, they remember that. They've bonded. We've bonded over that. And uh, and uh, and I'll just tell you right now, there's uh, there's no better, there's nobody better in the world to hang out with or to be in the company of than riflemen. And uh, I'll take a rifleman in uh, wet, rainy, soggy, cold weather uh, over anybody else in the world. The Lizzie OG? Yes, sir. I'm right here. Oh, okay. We got well, uh, What do you ones got ones, coming up? When's the, next, uh, when's the next Oklahoma shoot? Oh, Lord. We got some. Uh, it's going to be in June. We're going to have some in September. we going to have some in November. But in the meanwhile, I'm going to be bouncing from uh, Osage Beach to uh, Oxford, Kansas. And my presence has been requested in the villa area once again. Seems nobody can get yeah. up on time, is what I've been told. Yeah, <laughs> they <laughs> We have a hard time getting up without you there, O.G., (laughs) Uh, because, uh, you know, it just comes natural for us to go ahead and try and sleep past 5 o'clock, especially on Sunday mornings, and yet yet it's time to get up, and there's things to do, and uh, we we need you to help us get up, Uh, especially the nice, gentle way that you wake everybody up. That's really appreciated. It's always a loving way that your mother would. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. When are you going to be in the village again? I'm not going to tell you. You'll see Teddy on the line when you know I'm there.
1: <laughs> Teddy will be posted
2: on the line.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, boy, I miss you, brother. Ooh, uh, I'll be there for too long, sir. All right. Well, listen. Tell everybody in Ho- uh, Oklahoma I said hi, and uh, yes, sir. And give your wife a hug for me, and tell her no. I said thank you so much for uh For everything that she does, and uh, I know that's a lot because she uh she's putting up with all the hours you devote to appleseed and uh, and she's also making sure that the home fires are burning while you're out uh, doing your duty for your country and uh, God bless her uh, we all love her well there's there's a couple hundred more of her just you know and every other appleseed instructor they've got a, a good strong home I mean I've met quite a few of the wives. In my little last year's trip. And I'm going to tell you right now, most of these apple seed wives, they'll do anything and everything for this program. Well, that, that you had me word at first. Oh, because at first I was thinking, oh, yeah, well, there's a couple of hundred other women that I have
3: wives like her, just like her.
1: <laughs>
3: I couldn't afford that. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, God bless you, sir. And, uh, uh, I'm just going to put you on. I'm not. Gonna, I'm going gonna, gonna to put you on mute, but I'm just going to leave you on the line in case there's uh, anything you want to uh, to chime in with again. Okay. Yes, sir. And uh, anything we can do, please let us know. Thanks, O.G. Thank you, sir. All right, we have uh, one more caller. We're going to try and get on the air before we, uh, we end this evening. Three six one seven seven nine. You're on the air.
3: It, it's the same. It's four minutes angle, no matter how far away you are. Oh really? Yeah, because the angle. Nah,
1: I wonder who this
3: is. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean who's this? Pop? (laughs) Yeah, this is Pop.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, how did what what makes me not surprised that whenever I put him on the line, I find him talking to somebody. He's probably standing on a street corner somewhere uh... just snagging people as they go by how are you doing pop welcome to the show
3: exactly that i'm standing on a street corner uh, snagging people as they come along uh... <laughs> we're actually in a parking lot at a at a uh... at a uh, barbecue place here in corpus christi we just had a meeting uh... seventh seventh step meeting as i call it with our sheriff down here who talked about uh... second amendment and uh... freedom and and the constitution and the meeting is over, and we're standing out in the parking lot talking about things. And I thought, oh boy, I've still got time to call in. And listen, I didn't think I'd get on the air. Though, how are you doing these days, man?
2: I'm right, well, just doing it just dandy. I don't know if you heard uh, at the beginning of the show. I'm at uh, Mark's house. We're doing the show from his house tonight, and uh, okay. because uh, uh, he happened to uh, catch a uh, swine flu computer virus uh, on uh, during uh, the show last week, and uh, I wanted him to be able to uh, to hear the show this time, so I just brought the show over to his house, and uh, and uh, cool. we're doing it right here in his living room.
3: Well, that's uh, at least you're air conditioned. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I thought at the beginning
2: you were going to tell me that you were in the parking lot of the Desert Rose uh, in Oklahoma.
3: <laughs> no, no, uh, not even the Yellow Rose in Austin. Uh, we're <laughs> now we're uh, we're just out here talking about. Uh, about Appleseed, as a matter of fact. And, and uh, I thought, well, I've got a few minutes to call in. Uh, don't have any real questions. You know, we have a, another shoot coming up uh, on May 16 and 17 here in Corpus. And I understand uh, Mark Alonzo is going to come down and shoot, balls for us. That is terrific. Right.
2: Yeah, he and I, uh, I talked to him last week. When was it? I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. We were both talking about the, uh, about the, uh, about the shoot. And uh, he said he was going to do it, and I go, wait a minute, I said, I, I, I was going to do it. I told Pop that I wanted to do the uh, the next one after the uh, uh, the April 18th and 19th event, and uh, there was a little bit of silence. Uh, we were both, I guess, each of us was waiting for the other one to say, oh, well, you go ahead and do it, and, and neither one of us said it. So I said, all right, and I do said, know I only one way to fix this, and I pulled a coin out of my pocket, and I told him to call it, and uh, he yeah. won the toss, so... He's going down there to uh, do the event, and I'll have to take the next one.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not Democrat. <laughs> no, I'll take the opportunity to though that any other instructors that were down to Corpus on the, May 16th and 17th, I know your favorite place is always and always will be villa, but uh, we could sure uh, enjoy having you down and, and and could sure use the help. Uh, yeah, well, we'll
2: we, we gave you a big plug at the beginning of the show because uh, we want to okay. get uh, – we want to get all of the uh, all of the new uh, locations that are sprouting up. We want to get them uh, some extra special mentions because uh, we need a lot of folks on the line uh, at each of the events, especially the May 16th and 17th uh, event there, uh, for uh, you to be able to grab uh, assistance and volunteers out of because uh, we need you guys to be making sure that uh, that you're harvesting volunteers out of every event. And uh, not just waiting for people to come up and ask if they can help, but uh, you know, but but asking them to uh, to come and help, and then having a job ready right then and there that you can hand them uh, on at the uh, at the end of the day on Sunday, and, and getting them started right then and there while they're still uh, you know ready to go at the end of the event Sunday.
3: That's right. That's right. And. Uh, don't, don't forget, I guess you plugged uh, the first shoot in uh, Sherburne, Louisiana, right?
2: That's right, huh?
3: Because uh, Mark and I are going to be there. That's the weekend after the one here in Corpus. And uh, that will be Memorial Day weekend, as a matter of fact. Saturday, okay. Sunday, Hey, that's that's a bargain, really, because you get three days of shooting for the price of two. Right. And, uh, anyway, well, anyway, I'll let you go. Right. I'll stay on and, and uh, uh, anybody else wants to? Good to hear you, Mark.
2: Okay, you guys take care of yourself, and uh, and we will talk to you this next week. <laughs> Listen, we got some uh, some late breaking news here on the uh, chat room. This comes from uh, it's an SKS, and uh, he's put in uh, uh, news flash. Florida is proud to announce that we have partnered with ATTAC Florida, which is the Law Enforcement Military Tactics Training Center, to host an Appleseed in St. Augustine, Florida. Details to come soon. Congratulations, uh, it's an SKS. That sounds excellent. Uh, let me get out the website for it real quick. It is fl.com. Let me give that to you again: www.attac-fl.com. That's a website for the range. So great job! Uh, it's an SKS. Uh, Florida has always been one of the leading locations uh, as far as number of folks, and we hope for them to continue. <laughs> uh, all right, folks, we're at the end of the uh, the show. And I want to thank everybody for calling in. Thank everybody for helping, and uh, all the guys in the chat room and the ladies, too. Once again, a special thanks to uh, to Karen O. Uh, we hope to see you back next Tuesday, 7 o'clock Central Time. God bless you all.